Oh, I think because uh, Owusu Koromoa, uh, you know, slipped in this draft, I think this is where the Browns really pounced on a guy um, who, you know, really was a great opportunity pick for them. And I think the reason that the Browns feel comfortable, uh, you know, trading up and getting them at 52 was funny. I had had the Browns trading up to get him in the first round. And now the Browns in my mock draft and, and the Browns instead got him in the second round. You know, and I think one of the things that interests me just about this pick is that he is a guy who I think is going to step in right away. He is so pro-ready. And Paul, your exposure to the Notre Dame program you know what a great player and a great leader he was. I think that's a great acquisition for, for Cleveland. And I really like what they did in this draft. Yeah, Peter, I got to watch him. I saw every game he played in uh, the last couple of seasons when he started to become a star. And what, what matters to me is I noticed him the most in the really big games. Notre Dame played at Georgia a couple of years ago and sideline to sideline against DeAndre Swift. He, he showed up. He showed up behind the line of scrimmage and in front of it. He was, to me, the main reason they beat Clemson this year, scored a touchdown, mm-hmm. caused a fumble, and against North Carolina this year. It's a game that didn't get as much hype, but those two running backs were drafted into the NFL, and he led the team pretty easily in tackles that day. So his talent didn't just show up in the offseason. It showed up in big games, and like you, I was surprised he didn't go in the first round. Yeah. I You know, that that happens, though, Paul, you know. Um, you're always surprised by some things in this draft, but I think the Browns were the beneficiary of him being able to get him at 52. Absolutely. Let's bring this full uh, full circle now with our last topic. We come back to Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. There's a lot of ripple effects to think about if he does follow through and uh, if he's not there, if he chooses not to play for the Packers this year. Think about the networks who for 30 years now have known they get either Brett Favre or Aaron yep. Rodgers at historic Lambeau Field. Maybe they don't get that this year. The weird thing about this story is the NFL will release its schedule next week. And when they release the schedule, what's going to be very interesting is what the what the NFL is going to do with the Packers in prime time. Just This is just my guess, but I, I think they must be scrambling now because the Packers clearly were going to have probably four doubleheader games, you know, on Fox and CBS uh, late Sunday afternoon window. And they'd probably have five, um, you know, games in primetime, a couple on NBC, uh, maybe one on ESPN, uh, one on Thursday night. So, I mean, that's that all of that now, I would bet that all of the networks are saying to Howard Katz at the NFL, hey, uh, let's just, let's limit our exposure on the Packers now. So I will, I would bet that, you know, right now, as we record this on Tuesday afternoon, they're really scrambling inside the NFL office to try to figure out what to do with the Green Bay Packers. And if they're looking for NFC replacements with the Niners taking Trey Lance and the Bears, big market, a lot of interest going with Justin Fields, Maybe Howard and his team can can do some shuffling around there in the NFC. I think you're right. 
Well, Paul, listen, thanks for breaking down the draft with me. Much, much appreciated. And um, we will talk again next week. You know, we always seem to have something happening. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> thanks so much. And now my conversation with Trevor Lawrence, first pick in the draft with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Peter King with NBC Sports here in Jacksonville with the number one pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback. Well, Trevor, now that you're here, how does it feel to be not only the number one pick in the draft, but a Jacksonville Jaguar? Feels great. Uh, I mean, first thing when we got here, there was like third graders outside the stadium uh, welcoming us. So just seeing that from the community was super cool. And then just being here and meeting everyone. Everyone's so nice and, and welcoming and we're really excited to make this place home and couldn't be more proud to be a Jag. One of those kids said to you, I believe, Mr. Lawrence, is your hair real? <laughs> yeah, they were saying a lot. They, they, they were asking if I was paying for their food. They were asking everything. So yeah. they, were, they were awesome. Um, so I wonder how long has it been since you said to yourself, I want to be a quarterback?